I can't believe it. Bleep. On Monday nights at midnight, Radio Adelaide stole our dancing bear. Our dancing bear has been bear-napped. Why would Bleep do such a thing? They're just jealous, Wilma. Jealous of our Dr. Doolittle-like ways. They did it on behalf of the Bleep Anti-Cruelty Animal Freedom and Rights Organization, or Black Afro for short. As if we were mistreating our beloved bear. Get over it, DM. He's just a bear after all. Clutterbuck, they liberated your ducklings too. What? Guys, I might have to martyr myself for the cause of fighting bleep. Yes, Clutterbuck, you should. You should be a proud martyr. I will, DM, I will. Yes, Clutterbuck, martyr yourself. Martyr yourself right now, if you like. Uh, would that, would, would that help? Yes, Clutterbuck, martyr yourself to make all of our lives better. I can still remember that little dancing bear, his mangy fur, his staccato agonised grunting, his spit-stained muzzle, the way he loved to dance. I'd tap him with my stick and off he would go with his sad and terrified eyes. Where is he now? Where could Bleep possibly have taken him? Is this because of your failed bromance with Steve from Bleep DM? No, they claim they're just doing it for the animal rights movement. Yeah, sure. I bet Tom has that dancing bear in the car park out the back of his flat and is charging kids ten bucks a ride. Animal rights movement. And what animal moved more rightly than our dancing bear? He was our mascot, the soul of our show. You should have seen him do jazz hands. Our soul is gone. We could always rely on Bubbles the dog. He's been studying all of the bear's dances. He's been waiting for this moment for, like, forever. This is his chance to shine. But Bubbles the dog is so fat that standing up hurts him. How is he going to dance? Like this. Come on out, Bubbles the dog. (laughs) Oh, he's, uh, he's collapsed. He's comatose. He won't do. What about Tickle Me Elmo? No, I left him alone with the junior role-playing hour kateers. Oh, you mean the young fans of the show we gave special role-playing hour kateer membership badges to let stay in a clubhouse on set and who performed song and dance routines? Yeah, and Elmo enlisted them all in a, a cult. He's been arrested. It's uh, really uh, reflected badly on the show. In fact, I think he's being dragged to court right now. <laughs> You will be tickled! Oh, all of you! You think just, just, just I am the tickled one? No! The tickling is coming for you all! Bad and good, old and young, man and woman, you'll all face a tickling! And you will face a tickling alone! You hang over a pit of fire, suspended by a spider's thread! The thread can be tickled at any moment! Remember who you have tickled and who you have not tickled! So, the dancing bear, he's our only hope. It was riding on him. My morale is already lower. Such good times we had with that dancing bear. Hey, remember when I had that madcap scheme? I'd force all the child labourers I make work in my cotton mill get injured by the bear so they could claim workers' compo and I could skim money off their benefits? Those were the days. There I was, in my traditional Bulgarian folk costume, with a cigarette hanging limply out of my mouth and a 65 leather godolka hanging from my neck, holding the bear by the chain and forcing unwilling toddlers up onto its mangy back. No, just... Just get on, you damn kid! But I don't want to get 
get on. You have to. But, but the bear is scary. He might bite me or push me off. That's the point. Then you get workers' compensation. Free money. Minus a finder's fee for me bringing you to the bear, of course. Does workers' compensation mean that if I'm sick I don't have to work? No, you still have to work. But, well, on paper it says you don't. But on paper, Henry Miller claims to be an artist. Paper says a lot of things that aren't true. You can just write whatever you want on paper. You'll still work after you're injured, of course. I don't want to ride the bear! Just get on there. Hmm, he seems to like you. Try kicking him. Good times. Whatever happened to all those child labourers you made work in your cotton mill? Oh, they're still there. They sleep on a top wall and under the floorboards. <coughs> Say hi, kids. We think Butch is dead. The brown lung finally got him. Can you remove his remains? We're so scared to sleep next to a dead body. Shut up and get back down there. And careful of your fingers when I close the door. You need those hands of yours to unjam errant shuttles. Mmm, small hands. <coughs> Do you really, really force children to work in a factory, Jim? No, what are you talking about? They're just here to deliver meals to their parents. Meal totters. They just wandered in. No child labourers in my cotton bill. No. Surely the loss of the dancing bear doesn't spell doom for us, though. Like we said, Wilma, he's the soul of the show. Clutterbuck, check ratings. Aye, aye, Captain. Our one listener. Our one listener's tuning out. Oh, he's going to watch the sexy movies on SBS. <gasps> This is not good. How are we going to compete with SBS's Friday Night Fair without a dancing bear? Don't they know you can just watch SBS with the sound off? It has subtitles anyway, and you can still see the boobs and just have our voices, and that makes it sexier. You know, the dancing bear, he's ethnic, too. Yeah, the dancing bear. Because, Because of him, we technically count as an ethnic show. That means we only have to pay half subscription fees to the radio station because we encourage multiculturalism. Really? Where's the dancing bear from? He's Slovenian. Slovenia? Ah. Oh. Yeah, he's up from near Bled. <laughs> he had a family up there before we shot them and took him from his cave and put him in a cage so he could learn to be a dancing bear. I have a cousin in Romania who can sell us a good prancing bear. No, prancing bear just isn't the same. I can get us dancing slugs. Two dancing slugs. They have shells on their backs, but I can pull them off. No, it's the bear, you know, it's, it's, it's nature tamed, and they look cuddly, or, or they would if they were healthy and not covered in scars and always crying due to severe eye infections. It's a whole package! It just can't be replicated with another animal. Well, there's only one thing to do then. We have to go to Bleep Monday nights at midnight. We have to get our damn bear back. And if we can't, we have to take revenge on Bleep. Eye bags kicking Steve in the crutch. And eye bags punching Tom in the uterus. Just bring that bear home safe, gosh darn it. Remember how remember how we used to make him dance during the musical breaks? Yes. Now musical breaks will be so tragic. No dancing bear to dance. Just stillness. Um, I don't know if I can even stand to go to a musical break now. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hours so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. In the midst of ancient time, when the earth was young and predators roamed the land, humans sought entertainment anywhere they could. What are you doing? Making a new promo for Bleep. Yeah, but why are you starting in the Stone Age? That's a little too retro. You think so? Yeah, really, we just cover games from the 80s and 90s. But I was about to review this awesome stone. You hit it with another stone and it makes it sound like two stones. Listen. Bleep, the greatest retro video game show on Radio Adelaide, Mondays at midnight. This game rocks! 
Look, guys, it's the Radio Adelaide Bar down at the bottom of the station. This is where all the Radio Adelaide guys come to drink after a hard broadcast. So, we just sit and wait for the bleep guys to come in, then we demand they give our bear back? At gunpoint, if need be. Exactly. Steve from Bleep can't go five minutes without a fresh wheatgrass shot, and Tom from Bleep needs copious quantities of absinthe to write his nihilistic, homoerotic poetry. They'll be here soon enough. Sounds like they have much more fun in the Radio Adelaide Bar than us. Yes, all we do is smoke and drink whiskey in silence and judge people. Have you seen the bleep guys in here? They always have girls hanging off them. Groupies and such. Well, I scored that hot presenter from Streetcast. The two-headed hermaphrodite? Yeah, but I still scored him. Second base doesn't count as a score. Shut up, Wilma. I always dreamed the boy I love would come along. And he'd be tall and handsome, rich and strong. Ah, shit, I forgot they were having a party for this mutt. Come here! Christ, let me go say hello. Hey, Radio Adelaide Station Manager, how are you? Jimmy, get over here, I haven't seen you in six fucking years. How you doing, Station Manager? Jesus Christ almighty, little Jim from the Royal Play Now. Is that show still going? You look terrific. Watch the suit, watch the suit. <laughs> watch the suit, you little prick. Hey, hey, I know you all your radio station career. Alright, good. Don't go getting too big on me now. Just don't go busting my balls, station manager, okay? <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy, if I was going to break your balls, I'd tell you, go home and get your shine box. <laughs> oh, now this kid, this kid was great. They used to call him Spit Shine Jimmy, I swear to God. He'd make your shoes look like fucking mirrors. Excuse my language. He was terrific. He was the best. And he made a lot of money, too. Salut, Jimmy. No more shines, station manager. What? I said no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. I don't shine shoes anymore. Relax, will you, for crying out. What's got into you? I'm breaking your balls a little, that's all. I'm only kidding with you. Sometimes you don't sound like you're kidding. You know there's a lot of people around. I'm only kidding with you. We're having a party. I just came home. I haven't seen you in a long time and I'm breaking your balls and right away you're getting fucking fresh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Alright, I'm sorry too. It's okay, no problem. Okay, salute. <clears throat> Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mud. You, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Let him go, let him go. He bought this fucking button. That fake old tough guy. You bought your fucking button, you fake tough guy. You motherfucker. Take it easy, take it easy. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Let him go, let him go. Keep that motherfucker here. Keep him here. Come on, you fucking feel strong. I'm sorry, Jim gets a little loaded. He doesn't mean any disrespect. He don't mean any disrespect, Clutterbuck, are you nuts? Teach this kid a little fucking manners. Hey, Wilma, what's right is right. You understand what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, it's all right. It's all right. No, I mean, the kid's up here. We're hugging and kissing over here. And two minutes later, he's acting like a fucking jerk. No, no, no. You, you, you insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. No, I, I didn't insult him. I didn't insult him. You insulted him a little bit. No, I didn't insult nobody. Give us a drink. Give us a drink. Okay. Come on, let's have some drinks, okay? Drinks are on me. No, have the drink with me. No, 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 no. The drinks are on me. No, I fucked him in the ass. 
Fuck kids like that in the Radio Adelaide training courses in the ass. In the ass, I fucked them. Fucking break up my party. Let us rejoice and let us sing and dance. You've been away from training courses on Friday night radio for six years. Up there in Thailand, everything's different. It's, It's totally different. I did my fucking time in the training courses, Wilma. I did my fucking time. I was in Thailand for six years, make sure the scribe money was all spent. I came home and I want to get what I want to get. I got fucking mouths to feed, you know. Get the door! I'm gonna shoot him in his fucking mouth. Let's shoot him! Come on! Fucking monkey! His whole his whole crew will be looking for him. This is fucking bad. What do we do with him? We can't just dump him on the street. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I know a place upstate. They'll never find him. Come on, let's go get some more tablecloths. I didn't want to get blood on your floor. Clutterbuck! Yeah? Clutterbuck, go open your trunk. We'll pick up a shovel at my mother's house. She keeps the shovel right around here somewhere. Where? Just keep quiet. I don't want to wake her up, you know. Up. Oh, hey. Hey, look who's here. Look who's here. Hey, Ma, what are you doing up? What are you doing? What happened? No, 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 nothing. What happened to you? I hit something on the road. Wilma will tell you. What happened, Wilma? Uh, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. What happened? Uh, how are you, sweetheart? Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. What happened to him? I hate to see him that way. Oh, you too. How are you? I'm good. What happened? Tell me what happened. What are you doing up so late? Well, he came in, you came in, I figure, you know. You know what time it is? I'm just so, I'm so happy to see him. Look, go inside, make yourselves comfortable. No, no, no. no, no. I'll make you something to eat. Go to sleep, go to sleep. We're gonna leave. No, no, I can't sleep. No, well, he's home. I haven't seen him in so long. I want to see him. You just go inside, yeah? Stuff is great, but it's like lead. Ba-boom! So tell me, tell me, where you been? I haven't seen you. You haven't even called or anything. Where you been? Ma, I've been working nights. And? And tonight we're out late. We took a ride on the... out to the country, and we hit one of them kangaroos. That's where all the blood came from. I told you. Wilma told you before. Anyway, you know, it reminds me, Ma. I need this knife. I'm gonna take this. It's okay? I, I just need it for a while. Yeah, bring it back, though, you know? Well, the poor thing, you know, he got... I hit him and he's, uh, we hit the kangaroo in his hoof. What do you call it? The hoof. The hoof? His foot? The paw. The paw got caught in the grill and I gotta, I gotta hack it off. Ooh. Ma, it's a sin. You're gonna leave it there, so you know. Anyway, I'll bring the knife back after, anyway. Delicious, delicious. Thank you. And why don't you get yourself a nice boy? I get a nice one almost every night, Ma. Yeah, but get yourself a boy so you can settle down, that's what I mean. I settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. I love you, Ma. I want to be with you. Why don't you settle down? How's your friend? How's your friend Clutterbuck there? Clutterbuck, what's the matter? You don't talk much. You should talk a little bit. What are you quiet for? You don't eat much, you don't talk much. I'm just listening. What's the matter? Something wrong with you? You remind me of... When we were kids, the compares used to visit one another. And there was this man. He would never talk. He'd just sit there all night and not say a word. So they says to him, What's the matter, compare? Don't you talk? Don't you say anything? He says, What am I going to say? That my wife two times me? So she says to him, Shut up, you're always talking. <laughs> but in Italian it sounds much nicer, you know? Cornuto content. That's it. 
What's that mean? It means he's content to be a jerk. Oh. And he doesn't care who knows it. He's content. Did, uh, did Jim ever tell you about my painting? No. Look at this. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. I like this one. One dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. One's going east, one's going west, so what? And this guy's saying, what do you want from me? The guy's got a nice head of white hair. Look how beautiful with the dog, it looks the same. Looks like somebody we know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, without the beard, no, it's him. (laughs) It's him, holy. For most of the guys in South Australian community radio, killings were accepted. Murder was the only way everybody stayed in line. You got out of line, you got whacked. Everybody knew the rules. Sometimes, even if people didn't get out of line, they got whacked. Hits become a habit. Guys would argue over nothing. Who was a minute late over whose slot? Who left unwashed dishes in the radio station kitchen? Who took the CDs from Persian radio and played them on Roundabout? They were shooting each other all the time. Morning breakfast was the worst. Shooting people was a normal thing. It was no big deal. We had a serious problem with the station manager though. This was a really touchy thing. I killed a big time radio administrator. The hosts, sure, you could kill them all the time. Piping Shrike killed the entire cast of Aboriginal Message twice. But the manager was part of the National Community Radio Organization crew and considered untouchable. Before you touched the management, you needed a good reason. You had to get an okay, or you'd get whacked, and your show would get cancelled. What the fuck is that? Wilma? What's up? What's up? Did I did I hit something? What the fuck is that? What are we gonna do? Is, is it, it a flat? flat? No. What? No. What the fuck? You better pull over and see. No, no, Jimmy, no. He's still alive, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking Radio Adelaide station manager like to commission programs about retro gaming on Monday nights, do you? You think that makes you a tough guy? Die, you motherfucker. Look at me, look at my fucking eyes. Die. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a fireman who rode an elephant and the elephant sucked water up in its trunk and that's how I fought fires and the elephant solved crimes somehow. That job didn't exist, so in second place, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be an unpaid volunteer on late night community radio. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care this is Jewel State, and I hate the role-playing hour because I caught them with a complete Firefly DVD box set betwixt their nethers. Not shiny, guys. Not shiny at all. Hey, guys. So, how did it go at the station? Uh, yeah. Okay. We didn't get sidetracked and accidentally killed the Radio Adelaide station manager in a fit of rage because that would be, uh, wrong. Did you get the dancing bear back? Uh, not yet. Oh, well, maybe you can go back tonight. Uh, We might want to avoid the radio station for a while, just till the heat dies down. What was that? Oh, nothing. It's good we didn't tell the DM that we killed the station manager. What'd you say? Uh, Nothing. Jim, don't tell the DM we murdered the radio Adelaide station manager. You say something? Nothing at all. Guys, I'm glad you're back. I need supervision. I need people close. Oh. 
I didn't know you liked us. I don't. I don't. It's just I need to be observed to keep myself from terrible behavior. What do you mean? Well, whenever I'm alone, I can always feel the pork sword of Damocles hanging over my head. The pork sword of Damocles? Yes! I'm home alone. I'm a man of independent means, right? I don't have a care in the world. My time is my own and it's great. I could use my time to fulfill my dreams. I could learn things. I could undertake great projects. I could become the man I've always wanted to be. But whenever I'm home alone, there it is, hanging above me. The pork sword of Damocles, as if suspended by the single pubic hair of a horse. Any time it could drop. What happens if it drops? I have a wank! Uh. Yes, you know, I could have a perfectly useful, constructive day, in theory. (laughs) But the second I'm alone, when there's no one to watch over me, then there it is, the temptation. Come on, DM. Have one off the wrist. No one will know. Come on, DM, whispers the voice sweetly in my ear. Rub one out. Why not? It could clear your head, you know, get those feelings out of the way. Yes, clear my head. And then two hours later, come on, DM. Bash the bishop, why not? And soon enough, my day is gone. I'm not improving myself. I'm just in the state of my own mess. I'm not doing anything noble or grand. I just stink of man-seed. I'll stop reading literature to open a jazz mag. My time is wasted. They can smell it on me at the shop, I'm sure. How long will I stay focused? How long will I stay motivated when the pork sword of Damocles is hanging above me at every moment? It's more than I can take. I must be observed. Look at me. Look at me. Your watching eyes. Yes, they keep the hair from breaking and the sword from falling. Look at me. That's why they make people work in offices, I guess. Even though a lot of what people do at work now could just as easily be done from home. People need other eyes on them so that they may avert the gaze of the single glistening hog's eye belonging to the Pork Sword of Damocles. Who exactly discovered the Pork Sword of Damocles? Oh, I believe it was Cicero who first wrote about it in his Tusculan Disputations. And what would the fairer sex's temptation be called? I don't know, the Knuckly Sword of Damocles? DM... I haven't been this ashamed of your behaviour since we went to that medieval fair and saw that folk band. Good need they have here. Hey, 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 ladies, ladies, hey, ladies, do you take requests, huh, huh? That depends. What do you want to request? Song... Five by William the Troubadour, Ninth Duke of Aquitaine. Woo! Uh, I'm sorry, we don't know that one. Sluts! You never found anyone who could play that one. How does it go? Oh, it's from the 11th century. William is the earliest troubadour poet whose work survives. His lot helped invent romantic love and chivalry and all that jive. Ahem. I shall do a song, since I am dozing, and riding and staying in the sun. There are ladies who are ill-advised, and I can say which, those who turn a knight's love into pain. A lady does not commit a mortal sin who loves a loyal knight, but if it's a monk or a priest, she is in the wrong. By right, one ought to set her on fire.
with a torch. In Auvergne, beyond Limousin, I went along all alone in pilgrim's guise. I came across Lord Warren's wife and Lord Bernard's. They greeted me openly in the name of St. Leonard. One of them said to me, in her language, Ah, God save you, Sir Pilgrim. You seem to come from fine surroundings, I swear, yet we see many fools going around in the world. Now you will hear what I answered. I never said, Bah, or Boo, to her and didn't mention iron or wood, but only this much. Lady Agnes said this to Lady Hermesson. We've found what we're looking for. Sister, for the love of God, let us give him lodging, for he is indeed mute, and our secret will never be known through him. One of them took me under her cloak and placed me at the hearth in the chamber. Let me tell you, that pleased and suited me, and there was a good fire, and I warmed myself gladly by the great coals. They gave me capons to eat, and let me tell you, I had more than two, and no cook was there, or kitchen boys, only we three, and the bread was hot, and the wine was good, and the pepper thick. Sister, in case this man is being crafty, and has only left off talking because of us, let us bring in our russet cat right now, for it will quickly make him talk if he's lying to us about anything. Lady Agnes went to get the troublemaker, and it was large and had long whiskers. And when I saw it in our midst, I was terrified of it, so that I almost lost my desire and my courage. When we'd finished eating and drinking, I undressed at their wish. They brought behind me the wicked and treacherous cat. One of them dragged it from my ribs to my heels. By the tail right now she drags the cat and jerks it. More than a hundred wounds they dealt me that time, but I would not have moved my tongue at all, even if someone had killed me. Lady Agnes said to Lady Hermesson, He's mute, as is easily seen. Sister, let's prepare ourselves for dalliance and pleasure. A week and even more I stayed at that tower. How often I screwed them, you will now hear, one hundred and eighty-eight times, so that my tackle almost broke, and my harness, and I cannot tell you what great sickness overtook me from all that. Whew. And I do not know how to tell you what great sickness overtook me from all that. Oh. We've got to get the dancing bear back, DM. Yes! Though the bleep league against animal cruelty and the plundering of animal natural territories and habitats for exploitation by the resource sector, otherwise known by the acronym the Black Panthers, have kidnapped our dancing bear, we will hunt our bear back down, we'll leave no stone unturned, we'll smash bleep Monday nights at midnight. Damn those Black Panthers. But we need listener help. Listeners, what should we do to bleep? Oh, they stole our bear. How can we get our bear back? And how can we punish them? Call in and tell us an 83135000, and you can message us right now by writing on our Facebook page. Just look for The Role Playing Hour on Facebook. That's R-O-L-E. Hmm. Facebook.com slash The Role Playing Hour. You're listening to Wilma Jim Clutterbuck, the DM here on The Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide Digital Radio Online and 101.5 FM. We can be emailed during the week at theroleplayinghour at hotmail.com. We're also putting every episode of The Role Playing Hour up in chronological order on our WordPress page. 
The address is theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com. But right now, call in on 83135000 or write us a message on our Facebook page telling us how we can get our bear back and what we should do to Tom and Steve from Bleep, the retro gaming show Monday nights at midnight here on Radio Adelaide, when we get our hands on them. This is Lance Hendrickson, and I hate the role-playing hour, and I can sometimes be quite scary. So you should listen to me. No bullshit. I love to curse. Subscribe to Radio Adelaide this month, and you go into the draw to win a one-year gym membership to the Fitness Hub. Not the Fitness Hive. The Fitness Hub at the University of Adelaide. You don't have to be a student to use it. It's valued at whatever the number is behind Clutterbuck's head. Uh, and uh, all you have to do to subscribe is pay $52 a year or $26 concession. Uh, you get a magazine sent out to you every month with all the latest Radio Adelaide program info, and you support the community station so that uh, the station manager can take the money to Thailand, spend it all. Uh, so to subscribe, just 83135000 during business hours, or look for the Radio Adelaide website, follow the link to subscribe. And if you mention us, you will win uh, uh, the used underwear of one member of the Royal Playing Hour. We won't tell you which. We'll just give you the underwear. It's yours to keep. There you go. Just mention that us when you subscribe. You get that automatically. That's not a draw. You get that automatically if you subscribe and mention us. So, do we have anything on the wall? Does that mean everyone's a winner? Everyone's a winner, yeah. yes. <laughs> Three dogs down. Everyone wins a prize. Uh, we got a couple of things on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a look. Where to start? Mm. Let's start with Rowan. If we accidentally stole your dancing bear, trained him to make explosives and speak fluent Russian, you wouldn't be mad, would you? <gasps> BT dubs small issue in the Ukraine at the moment. Something about a bear with explosives strapped to his chest babbling Russian has kidnapped the president of America. Um, I don't know. They did used to do that to dogs, though, didn't they? The Soviets had trained the yeah. dogs to go into the tanks. So that's entirely plausible. That's not busted. So it, maybe it isn't bleep. Maybe we're sending our bad vibes the wrong way. Is that what they're saying? Maybe. Or it could just be an elaborate hoax. It's uh, always bleep. A bluff. Bleep could just be our a scapegoat. A corbomite maneuver. Yeah. Yes. No, they're not. That. I, I think. I think Rowan is our scapegoat. Rowan, <laughs> you scapegoat. Is that the same Rowan that's been asking for like weeks, or is that? Yeah, pretty much. Do we have anything else that we need to get through? Um, uh, Jess would like to know. Not that she's complaining. Why doesn't a person's body hair grow evenly over all parts of the body? Mm-hmm. That's a very if, good question. If you have any problems there, Jess, just take some photos of that body hair, send it in, and we'll get an expert to look over it. Is that body hair on the body, or is that body hair that's like she's taken off the body and then taken photos of the hair? We have to see it growing on the body. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have an expert look over that. The role-playing hour at hotmail.com. Uh, sh- or just post it on our Facebook page. <laughs> Sean- body hair for all. Yeah, right. Uh, Sean has asked a question. Which would win in a kung fu battle, grizzly bear or lion? Hmm. Well, it's Kung Fu, so it uses the hands. They both have claws. That's a tough one. I don't know. Are they fighting in Canada or on the savannah? Because I imagine the bear will get tired on the savannah and the lion will get are cold they, in Canada. F- like fisting or are they, you know, using what? weapons? <laughs> I'm going to move on from that because mm. Bloodbutt's taking that to really bad places. Uh, if it was our bear, he'd win because yeah, he'd do totally. a dancing bluff. Yeah. He could fight with his bare hands. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> get out. <coughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the door now. The right, lion could too. Oh, what's that? Oh, no, the lion said he can't. He was just lying. No, get out. 
Okay, uh, we have uh, one final thing on the wall uh, from Steve. Steve. Sounds familiar. Steve. Eerily familiar. Does sound familiar. Would you like to see my eerie familiar? Look at this. I bought this in uh, a small Chinese shop from a grizzly Chinese man. How do you like this? My eerie familiar. Yes, that's it. Fly and do my bidding, eerie familiar. I don't actually know what species it is, but it's connected to me, like a toad to a witch. You're familiar to it. Mm. Anyway, go on. Don't let it die or you'll lose a lot of stats. I don't actually know what it eats. I've tried feeding it everything and it will not eat. Uh, anyway, I believe Steve, it is dying right now. Steve has commented uh, with a suggestion as to what we should do to bleep. Mm. Those dastardly bleep boys. Mm. Gah! Damn their handsome faces. You should bake them cookies and buy them presents. That'll teach them for stealing your bear. Mm. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions there? Poop um, cookies, I think, came into... Poo cookies? Yes. Poop cookies. Mm. Yeah, bake them poop cookies and fill the presents with poop cookies and light them on fire and leave them at their doorstep. Yes. No, no, no. What we should do is you should bake them cookies, get them presents, but suspiciously do it. But don't do anything wrong with them. So when we give them, they'll just, you know, they'll be freaked out for the rest of their lives. Like, what do they do to the cookies? But they'll never know. They'll mm. never bite into a chocolate chip yeah. comfortably for the rest of their yeah, lives. Yeah, and we do psychological damage instead Perpetual of just... Perpetual torture. All right, well, why don't we actually try to finish on time for once? Poor Zap, guys. You Poor can Zap. Stay Zap. tuned to listen to Zap. I believe uh, since our Dancing Bear got stolen, the most superior gaming show on Radio Adelaide, up after us, uh, they didn't steal a single bear in their whole career, as far as I've heard. Yes, Steve. So that's very good of them. Uh, and, yeah, stay tuned for them after our show. We're going to have a musical break, and we'll be back with you soon. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. We're, We're the role-playing marketeers. We want to say hello and give three cheers for all of you who see us every day. You're okay. So welcome to our role-playing club, and by the way, while you're here, you're all the guests of the Merry Roleplaying Alcateers. We'd, We'd like, like to introduce ourselves to you, so proudly put on your Roleplaying our ears. It's time to meet the Roleplaying Alcateers. Roll call! Cheryl! Bobby! Annette! Karen! Cubby! Sharon! Darlene! Tommy. Doreen. Roy. <laughs> Jimmy. Robert Mugabe. Wait, wait. Uh, did, we, did we let Robert Mugabe in the role-playing Arcateers? Yeah, he paid his membership fee. Oh, he paid his membership fee? Oh, that's okay then. All right, all of you continue. So proudly put, put on your role-playing ears. It's, it's time, time to meet the role-playing Arcateers. Okay, guys, nice, nice. It's good you're keeping your spirits up, even though the dancing bear is missing. When will the dancing bear come back? He's so cuddly and fuzzy, I just want to give him a hug. <clears throat> I don't know, shortstop. I don't know. We're doing all we can. We have to go back to the station, find Bleep and make them tell us where our bear is. Yes. Damn them and their associated Bleep body of international eco-distress saviors and lighteners and male environmentalists, or able-bodied seamen for short. Never mind what happened at the station before, Jim. Let's put that behind us and go back there and beat, beat black and blue till they can't bear it and their secrets are laid bare and, and they bring back our bear. Phone, Jim. Oh, hey. Hello? 
Hello? Uh, Jim? Yes? Jim, there's just been an opening at Radio Adelaide. We need a new station manager. Uh, we thought you might be good for the job. Me? Yes. Do you accept? What? Yeah, of course. Great. Come down to the community radio head office and we'll celebrate. Hey, hey guys. I just got promoted to manager of Radio Adelaide. Really? I didn't know there was a position available. There is, DM. You just have to keep your finger on the pulse of Adelaide to hear these things, like we do. Oh, I looked for Adelaide's pulse, but I couldn't find one. Jim, you know what this means? You can use the photocopier as much as you want. Yes, and you can use your new power to cancel bleep. Cancel bleep? Yes. (laughs) Cancel bleep. I'm going down there right now and I'm going to cancel bleep. Good luck, Jim. See you guys. I'll see you after I've cancelled Bleep. There's going to be a new time slot opening up on Mondays at midnight. Perhaps we can fill it with a show about plasticine. (sighs) I feel so happy for him. Yes, I'm so proud he made it after all his troubles. And I'm really looking forward to that show about plasticine. Me too. Perhaps I could start up a show where I read more early 12th century poetry by William the Troubadour, Ninth Duke of Aquitaine and Father of Courtly Love, such as Song 3. Comrades. I have had so much bad equipment that I cannot keep from being bothered by it and singing about it. But I do not want people to know my feelings about many things. And I shall tell you my meaning and what it concerns. I do not like a guarded cunt or a fishing hole without fish, nor the boasting of base men when one has no deeds from them. Lord God, you who are the leader and king of the world, The man who first guarded a cunt, why did he not perish? For never was there a servant or a guard who was worse to his lord. And I shall tell you about the cunt, what its nature is, as a man who has done bad things with it and taken worse from it. Although any other thing decreases, if someone steals from it, the cunt increases. And those who do not heed my admonitions should go see it for themselves at a wood in a preserve. For each tree which is cut down there, two or three grow up from it again. And when the wood is cut down, it grows back even thicker, and the Lord does not lose his revenue or his income from it. The devastation is lamented wrongly if there is no damage at all. It is wrong to lament the devastation if there is no harm at all. Well... That soothed my feminine soul. Hope Jim is cancelling bleep right now and we can get our bear back. I hope this all gets solved tonight and doesn't go on for another week. You know, in community radio industry, we always call each other good fellows. Like, you'd say to someone, you like this guy, he's alright. He's a good fellow, one of us, you understand? We're good fellows, wise gentlemen. But Wilma and I could never be promoted because we had Irish blood. Didn't matter that my mother was Sicilian. To become a member of the community radio station, you got to be 100% Italian so they can trace your relatives to the old country. See, it's the highest honour they can give you. It means you belong to a family and a crew. It means that nobody can fuck around with you. It also means that you can fuck around with anybody as long as they aren't also a member. It's like a licence to steal. It's a licence to do anything.
Buona fortuna, Jimmy. All right, thanks, Vinny. How many years ago was it you was made? Uh, I'm an old-timer. 30 years ago. 30 years, huh? Yep. Brings back a lot of memories. And how? Pike's Peak was a fucking pimple then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just come on through here. Come join the celebration. Just through here? Into this room? Yeah. <laughs> hey, why is this room empty? Where is... Oh, no... It was revenge for the station manager and a lot of other things. And that's that. There was nothing we could do about it. The station manager was a promoter man. Jim wasn't. We had to sit still and take it. It was among the community radio higher-ups. It was real tofu square shit. They even shot Jim in the face so his mother couldn't give him an open casket funeral. They capped one of our presenters and now they were free to cancel our show. Even worse, there was no opening up on Monday for our new program about plasticine. And on top of all of that, we still hadn't got our dancing bear back.